Good morning, everybody. Welcome into 104 Through the Fans Coffee Break. DMAC, Rachel Veal, hanging out with you on this Thursday. DMAC, how are you? I'm good. I'm inside the walkway of the Broncos facility. We're not allowed to shoot, you know, practice and everything, different rules, but I, I think I'm okay to show you like chairs. So we have a variety of chairs and uh, an entrance. And it looks like it's a beautiful day out there compared to obviously two days ago with the rain. Oh yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's a uh, um, cool enough, and there are there are fans um, on the hill uh, because you know even though it's not training camp, they still allow people to come in for corporate reasons and you know friends of the Broncos that sort of thing. So there's a nice chunk of fans actually up on the hill. Quite a few people actually. Nice. Well, we hope everyone is having as wonderful as a morning as Darren Helm is as he gets his day with the cup, uh, sitting out on his porch <laughs> up in the stand or in the chair next to him. Colorado Avalanche yeah. shooting out today is a great day, not just a good day, a great day. Look at that. That looks so cool. Uh, they need to be you and that, I. That's awesome. Darren Helm's a great guy. Where, where is that, Rachel, by the way? Do, do we I'm know not where that sure, is? to be honest. Because the cup was just back here. Because it was with, like, um, some uh, personnel staff of the Avs at Red Rocks the other day. I mean, like, a couple days ago. So, that guy, Philippe, Philippe Pritchard, uh, the guy who travels with a cup, holy cow. We should, we should just follow that guy around to, to see where he goes around the world. But uh, Darren Helm, great guy. Man, he scored some huge goals, right, during that Stanley Cup final one, including not, not quite an overtime winner but like with two seconds to go in st louis to end that series and just a great great dude darren helm right on for sure and yeah it looks super nice and dmac did you know that philip pritchard he flies commercial so not private or no he's getting all of those points wherever he goes wait 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 the cup flies commercial Commercial. yeah but really yeah wait so he he checks the cup the cup gets like checked in with like my bag I think they buy an extra seat is what I've gathered no. from some intel. So it sits with him. No way. Is that right? Yep. Oh, that's hysterical. Wow, that's funny. Oh, that's, that's a good story right there. I know. Yeah, that, would, that, would, that, would be, that would be a great documentary. Now, Rachel, I'm going to tell you something quirky here at the Broncos. They have not given us the codes uh, for the doors. So every <laughs> now and then, as a nice guy, I am going to open the door. And we, we have a fellow muggle. Come, hold on. I'm getting the door. No, oh, that's all right. Well, while DMAC does that, we can get into some Hold on. You just have to say thank you on camera to me. You just have to say thank you on camera to, to, to DMAC. Thanks, DMAC. I couldn't be more appreciative. Okay, now the Russell Wilson crew is here. Hold on. I'm getting the door. Oh, Come on in, Russell Wilson crew. Up. Hold on, everybody. Here we go. Ah. Oh, this is big. Yes, the Russell, Russell Wilson crew is here. I'm training camp once again. Good to see everybody. Good to see you. Enjoy the day. And there they go into training camp. So <laughs> there they are. I'm on. I'm on. Do you want to say hi on video? Hi. All right. Oh my gosh! How freaking cute! Oh, they're so cute. They're ridiculous. They're how very, cute! Yeah. How cool! Great job, Dima. Yeah. Great, great reporting yeah. right there. We love it. Um, let's get into some other breaking news throughout the NFL, though. Uh, Deshaun Watson, the news finally came out after he originally got suspended for six games. He is now suspended for 11 games and will pay $5 million. The Browns and the NFL are also donating $2 million more that will go to sexual misconduct. Uh, so Watson slated to return in week 13 against the Texans. Uh, how interesting, DMAC, that he's going to come back against his former team in the Houston Texans. 
Wow, Rachel, do you think that's a coincidence or not? What do you think there on that one? Unbelievable. Honestly, that's that's unbelievable right there. I'm I'm shocked by that one. Um, I have to open the door for another person. Hang on one second. I'm gonna be right back. I've got to do it's gonna be Sierra this time. There you go, Britt. Uh, it's not Sierra. Next best thing. <laughs> Who's the next best thing? Oh, okay. My, my guy, BK. BK. Good morning, BK. BK. <laughs> next best thing is Sierra. All right. Um, I don't know, Rachel. I know the league wanted um, uh, an entire season. It's uh, now it's eleven games. Yeah, I am curious. What 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 are your thoughts? What do you think? Um, I don't think it's a coincidence that he's coming back to play his former team in Houston Texans. I said this all along, and I will stand by the women that have obviously been involved in this case. If they're okay with whatever Deshaun Watson gets, then I'm okay with it. If they're upset about it, then I'm upset with it. That's how I'm standing. I was obviously not physically involved. I don't know any of the backstory, so I stand with these women. And however they feel and whether they choose to speak out about it or not, that's their right. You know, I, I that's what I very well said, first of all. And, you know, there's there's just precedent being set. And, and six games was far too light based on precedent of other suspensions. So what's the perfect number? I mean, I really don't know. Uh, but clearly six games was not the right one because people have been suspended for far for doing far less for just as much time or if not more time. So you, you couldn't stick with just six games. What's the perfect number? I don't know, Rachel. I think what you said is, is, is pretty good. Um, if that goes over well with, um, with who he impacted, then I suppose I'm okay with it too. If, it, if it's not, maybe we should look at it more. Uh, it seems like a, a lot of games, not a full season. Um, so I suppose that's just where we'll stand with it and, and move on. It's a, a, a terrible situation top to bottom. And um, let's hope nothing like that ever happens again. Yeah, amen to that, DMAC. Uh, Ron V. Hill did say in the comments that Russell Wilson, he has a crew, and you need a tip, DMAC. Should have been hanging the <laughs> twist to open the doors for all of them. That's okay. I, uh, bonus work. I, I, I don't mind. For, for, uh, that, that, it's okay. I can do something nice once in a while for being such a nuisance to so many more times than not. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's all right. It was tricky to figure out a, a place to be here, though, Rachel, in all honesty. Because if I, go, if I go outside the gate, then I can't easily get back in. Yeah. And I, I can't shoot out on the field. So, I, I mean, I seriously have, like, this, like, you know, 30 feet of space right here. Yep. Um, so, I mean, this is this is me doing logic. This is DMAC trying to make sense. Oh, well, we love it. We love having you on here, too. And uh, KJ Hamler is back out in full pads today, DMAC. Obviously, he had the dislocated hip and then a torn ACL, and he had to get all of that fixed. But how does he look so far from what you've seen at the beginning of practice? Well, just, I mean, just the, the surface level of stuff as I was just out there for stretch. Uh, before coming out here and chatting with you. And you can see um, by my Zapruder-like film, you know, he seems to be just doing okay. He's got a brace on, as you can see, on his left leg. And he's just going through the, the stretching drills with everybody else. But but you can see at least that he's in full uniform, right, Rachel? I mean, yeah. and they're padded today. So this, this is another indication, by the way. There's no way the starters are going to go. Uh, but to be fully padded uh, for... For KJ, I think that's a boy. That's a great sign. And I mean, he wasn't even involved with the jog through yesterday. So to go from that, but I did see that we talked about it on the air on the side conditioning field. I did see him running full speed. 
full speed across the field and then up a, a, a short hill. So I was a little confused, like, how can he how, how can he be that dynamic over there and not even going through something um, so sublime as, as the jog through? But maybe really it was, listen, he's not going to get the right conditioning in during the jog through, and we just need him to get that conditioning. So just get that done. He'll be good to go the next day. And that's what's happening today. So, yeah, they're fully padded. I expect them to, to get after quite a bit. And we'll see if he participates in that. He is fully padded. And I don't know, maybe I'll be a little surprised if he actually runs through when they go team 11 on 11. Uh, but at least they want to get him in the mix and, and, and feel that weight of all the pads. We'll see. All right, we'll see. We have a bit of breaking news. I w- I'm just briefly looking it up. But it sounds like Nazem Kadri is signing a deal with the Calgary Flames. Oh, do we have num? Do we have money on that? Do we have numbers? Not yet. Um, it's oh, just coming out within man. the last three minutes. People are um, tweeting it out. So. Oh, okay. Wow. Dang. Um. All right. Um. All right. Well, what we knew, Rachel, obviously, is the ABS were only interested in him at a certain number, and he wasn't happy with that number. Boy, that took forever, though. So my guess is whatever – oh, almost lost you there, Rachel. My guess is uh, whatever whatever he settled for – holy cow, we're going we're gonna to get some wind here. What it, whatever he settled for probably wasn't what he was looking for originally. And um, it's a little compromised by everybody. But he's gone. He's going to Calgary, huh? Oh, man, because the big rumor, of course, was the Islanders. Yep. So not the Islanders, Calgary. All right. Yep. We'll keep everybody updated if we find out any more information. But, yeah, big news coming out. Nazem Kadri most likely signing with the Calgary Flames. So, oh, man, well, it's finally happened after what feels oh, like. Oh, man, that feels disappointing. I mean, I, I mean, I think we all knew it was going there, but it's still sad. That's that's a bummer, man. He's, uh, he, he's going to be remembered forever. He's going to be just one of the heroes of all time. He's, he's, he's an all-time out, no doubt about it. No, absolutely. We'll get back to a little bit of Broncos. Again, we'll keep you updated on anything that we hear on Nazem Kadri. There it is. Hearing Nazem Kadri will be a Calgary flame. My goodness, that is some breaking news right there. It's been a hot minute that we've been waiting to hear where Nazem Kadri was going to go. So good information. We'll keep you updated again on any information on how long or how much money he'll be getting. But we'll go back to the Broncos now because the Bills announced – that they're going to most likely be playing their starters a healthy amount on Saturday. So that's a little bit different than the stand we've heard from the Broncos as we're not going to see any starters. We've seen a lot of NFL teams actually play. Patrick Mahomes played last week. How do you feel about the Broncos not playing their starters against the Bills starters? Oh, I'm, I'm more than fine with it. I, I love the way camp has gone. I, I love – everything that's happened so far and i listen you gotta see how they practice out here um for those those that don't i know you do rachel but they go after it and they're in full pads today and during that huge rainstorm a couple of days ago they were in full pads getting after it i mean i don't know man i asked i asked nathaniel hackett i said well do you get more out of um you know more reps more action for the ones in practices like today and Tuesday. And, you know, he said it wasn't quite the same as the game, but it's as close as they're going to get before the preseason. You will see some people you think are starters, but the real indication is if they play, 
either they're borderline starters or somebody they're expecting somebody to come in for them. Or they're starters, but they just really need the football reps. An example of that would be Albert Okawebenum. So um, you will see some people play. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Calvin Anderson play, although he goes with the ones all the time because he's in a, a competition with everybody, it seems. And Cam Fleming has been rotating in with him. So it wouldn't surprise me if both of those guys played. It wouldn't surprise me if Alberto played, uh, Malik Reed played. Uh, you go, you go like that. Um, but like to think of Russell Wilson or Cortland Sutton or frankly even KJ uh, Hamler, uh, Jerry Judy, DJ Jones. I mean, you keep going. Uh, Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons, those guys. No way, no way are they. Patrick Tan, you know, there's there's no chance. Mm-hmm. No, and Melvin Gordon yesterday spoke to the media after practice discussing how Devontae is the guy for this coaching staff. Go ahead and take a listen. To be honest, I think they kind of have a plan of what they what they want kind of heading in. Um, but I, as far as the rotation go, I, I really don't know. I think they, they want Devontae probably to be the guy. Um, you know, but we, we do rotate. He'll take the first series. And then the second series with the ones I'll take. Uh, sometimes we switch, but uh, you know, you know, it's just, you know, you, you kind of know what it is if you've been out here. Uh, but I don't know how they're gonna do the rotation. Um, you know, I got to go back and look at how how they kind of did things in Green Bay uh, with the carries and things like that. But uh, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, my mindset is just kind of just go out here and and uh, just compete, go hard as I can. Um, you know, I kind of don't know what the future holds as far as with that, but. Uh, you know, I just kind of want to put my best foot forward. So, you know, when I do go out there, they be like, okay, you know, we need to get him out here, out here more. I know I got the game. I know I, could, I know I could play. I know I still got the juice, man. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, man. I, I really don't know. I really don't know. First of all, he is so honest. And, mm. D-Mac, you know this. In the media, you don't always get players that are very honest. Sometimes they can be very guarded, very scripted with their answers. But Melvin Gordon is always honest. But one thing that stuck out to me is how he said he was going to go watch the film back in Green Bay, where Nathaniel mm. Hackett comes from, where his last coaching job was at, or his um, coordinator position was at. So it's interesting that that's how he's going to learn maybe what his role is going to look like here in Denver. Yeah, that's – I don't know how serious he is about that. It was an in- interesting thing to, to hear, at least. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll see how serious he really is about that. I don't know if anybody will even follow up, like, hey, how'd, how'd that film watching go there? <laughs> uh, but, but what the bigger statement was is an acceptance of the reality of the situation, and he was just honest. Mm-hmm. I can't blame a guy for being honest. He's like, you, you guys see what's going on out here, and, and we do. We've seen it. He's, he's obviously, there's, there's A and there's B, and he's B. But he's still with the ones. It's not like he's, you know, with the twos or the threes or something like that. It's, it is a rotation. So he's not the starter starter, but he's going to be a regular player contributor. Um, and I loved his competitive spirit and fire and the things he had to say and the way he said it. I thought it was terrific. I'm a Melvin Gordon fan. And that's not to say I dislike Javante Williams because I definitely don't. Um, but I just like Melvin Gordon. I think he's a big-time player. He's a physically large running back. I think he's tough. I know he's got a rap about fumbles, but, I mean, he had three last year. One of them during the Kansas City game, I mean, he got blown up because Albert O didn't block, and he got hit at the same time the ball got handed to him. I don't even blame Melvin Gordon on that one. So, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a fan of Melvin Gordon. 
Uh, I think he came here under some – people blame Melvin Gordon, Rachel, because of the large amount of money he got in his first contract. He's certainly not getting that now. He's getting like $2.5 million, something like that, which for a veteran is, is you know, okay. You know, that's, that's all right. I mean, it's nothing crazy, that's for sure. In fact, you may make the argument uh, based on how long he's been in the league that's actually kind of low. Um, but people seem to really hold the fact that he got paid big money a couple of years ago by John Elway against him. I never cared about that, Rachel, because it didn't cost the Broncos anything. You've got to remember when he was added. He was the last addition in free agency when he got that big contract. And they just had the budget for it. They had the money for it. They got him. Okay, great. But people, man, the fans and some media muggles, they, they just cannot get over how much he was making back in the day. And then you had Philip Lindsay come along, yeah. local guy. I love Philip Lindsay. Everybody loves Philip Lindsay. And that was, you know, his battle to, uh, to fight, too. It was a very, it's been a very odd situation for Melvin Gordon. Now three years in a row, but the quality of his play, Rachel, is, is fantastic. The guy is tough as nails. He's a, he's a great back, and I'm glad he's here. And I don't really care who gets more carries or starts the game. And I think Melvin Gordon is the guy to go to. Uh, you know, ball inside the five-yard line, you go get that ball in the end zone. To me, the guy's Melvin Gordon, not Javante Williams. Uh, Troy says running back by committee is better for both of their longevity anyways, better for the Broncos. So DMAC, my question is, and it's been a while, I think, since we've asked you this, but how do you anticipate the percentage of carries to be between Javante and Melvin? I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think it's going to be 55-45 between Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, 55 going for Javante. He will be the starter, but I think it's going to be very, very close. And I think Mike Boone will likely get, if there's, oh, I don't know, Rachel, if there's uh, 28 carries in the game, you know, I could see um, Javante Williams getting 15, uh, 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 you know, Melvin Gordon getting 11, and, you know, Mike Boone getting two, something like that, something along those lines. Um, And do not quote me on my percentages and my Syracuse math there, Rachel. I do not know 15, 11, and 2. First of all, does that add up to 28? It does. Holy cow, I got that right. But, but is 15, 11, 45, 55? It probably isn't. I'm probably no. wrong on that. But uh, whatever that is, Rachel, something like that. Quick question, just to pick on you real quick, D-Mac. Um, do you know what Mike Evans sounds like singing? Yeah, now I do. Not, not, more importantly, I know what Mark Schlerer sounds like. <laughs> I, was set up, I was set up for failure. Hey, Rachel, here's, here's a good thing that you should know about me. When I'm set up for failure, I succeed at failing. So uh, there's there's no doubt about that. So yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you for bringing up that horrible scarring moment of me not understanding. But you know, Mike and Mark, when you think about it, their singing voices, somewhat similar. They somewhat are. Similar. Here, here's what's more disturbing, because it was Mark goofing on my and Mike's fight song, and he was so wildly off on it, and I still thought that was Mike. That's how incompetent I thought Mike was with our fight song. And yes, Rachel, on demand, I can sing the Syracuse fight song anytime you want. Oh, okay. Well, can we get anytime. a little? Let's hear just a little bit real quick from you. Down, down. The, do you want the singing version or do you just want me to blaze through it? Give, give me your choice. Um, can we get the singing version, but let's just do the chorus. Is um, there a chorus to it? No, it's silly. Down, down the field goes those Syracuse. Just watch those backs hit the line and go through. Down, down the field they go marching, fighting for the orange stripes. Two, rah, rah, rah. Big trees inside, fertile Syracuse. Each loyal son knows that. Fill in the blank. 
it literally is a fill in the blank. Each loyal son knows that fill in the blank will lose. For we'll fight, yes, we'll fight. And with all our might for the glory of old Syracuse, old Syracuse, go fight and win. And I know you can't do the CSU fight song. I know you can't do it. No. Nobody can. Nobody at CSU can do the fight song. No. And you've got the greatest word in your fight song. Do you know what the word is? No. Asunder. You have the word asunder in your fight song. And I've, you know, my million dollar t-shirt idea, green and gold, and just hashtag asunder for for CSU Rams. Asunder. Fair enough. I I sang our fight song maybe four times in my entire college career. Yeah. that was it. Because, like, when yeah. you're a student, you're usually in the stands, but I was down on the field or down on the court. So, like, you couldn't participate in any of that kind of stuff, being a media member. So, I never, yeah, like, sang it at sporting events. Ter- ter- terrible excuse. That means absolutely nothing. Horrible, horrible excuse. I don't give you any credit for that excuse whatsoever. But but I, everybody knows this is, this is painful, Rachel. Literally every person that went to see you knows their fight song. Yeah. They print it on their T-shirts. They all know it. Everybody knows shoulder to shoulder. You guys at CSU don't know your fight song. It's embarrassing. You, you got to do, do better. You got to do better, Rachel. I couldn't do it. I'm on the next coffee break next week. You sing the CSU fight song from memory. You don't read it. Write it down. I'm writing Write it this down. down. Learn. Memory. Learn CSU, CSU fight song. Fight song. That's right. We'll I even know our free. Do you, do you know your alma mater? There you go. There you go. I know our freaking alma mater, which is different than the fight song. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Or the veil of Onondaga meets the eastern sky, probably stands thy sons and daughters on thy hilltop high. Lively love, orange, or the da 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 da. Probably I always stand together to thy memory. Uh, something like that. I always forget a couple words in the middle. Well, job well done, DMAC. The singing was gold for sure. What else? We had a good laugh this weekend from Aaron Anderson of our friend over at Fox 31 tweeting about Melvin Gordon where he had a picture of him and he said, oh, he's got a pad on his right foot. The Broncos running back is dealing with a foot contusion. You can see down there, you can see a picture of his foot. We're going to enlarge it here in just a quick second. There you go. So what looked like a pad was indeed not a pad. And Melvin Gordon let Haran know, saying, that's my cell phone, sir. And DMAC, you went ahead and asked Melvin Gordon about this yesterday. So we'll go ahead and take a listen. How's your cell phone feel? <laughs> uh, is that guy out here? He he's a good dude. No, nah, he's good, man. I, I, didn't, I didn't think it'd go viral like that. But, uh, it, was, it was jokes. I thought it was more funny than anything. But, uh, so yeah. you got your oh, voice yeah. used to your cell phone as a pad? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I always put it in my sock, man, because the shirts they give us don't have pockets. So, um, you know, I should invest in an Apple Watch. Funny <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. line. He makes a million dollars, 2.5 mil, actually. He should invest in an Apple Watch. That way he doesn't have to carry his cell phone in his sock. That cannot be comfortable either. Yeah, no, it's but but really the blame is not on Aaron. He made a mistake and he's sorry about it and all that. And Melvin had a laugh and I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't help myself from making a joke because I'm a jerk. We established <laughs> that earlier. Um, but that being said, like Rachel, who who wears shorts without pockets? Who who even builds shorts without pockets? Shorts without pockets suck. 
You always need pockets in your shorts. Even workout shorts, you need pockets. True. But as a female, our pockets are like this big, so it doesn't matter anyways. We can't put anything in them. And then half the time you wear dresses. I'm not saying, obviously, Melvin's not a girl, but I'm just saying I've gotten so used to having to find a different way to carry my cell phone that, like, I don't even think about things having pockets. All right, you're begging the question, Rachel, and you set it up. How do you carry your cell phone when you're working out? Um, in my hand. I just put it down on the ground. If, or if sometimes or, I'll have like a back pocket in the back of my shorts or you put it in your sports bra. This is probably where I should leave this conversation alone. <laughs> I feel like being honest. That's, that's where we're going. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. What happens, man? Yeah. Half the time I lose my phone everywhere I go. So it's just yeah. a fact. Okay. Well, good. All right. All right. Jeez, it's a nice day today. Wow. It's, it's really beautiful outside. And we've yeah. got an awesome opportunity for student athletes from Redline Athletics. My goodness. Parents, you can register to win a year-long membership at Redline Athletics Centennial for your student. Redline Athletics' brand-new state-of-the-art speed and agility training facility is the perfect spot for your student-athlete to take their performance to the next level. Redline Athletics helps build a better student-athlete. Enter in today for this awesome experience, a great opportunity for your student-athlete, again, to take it to the next level. So definitely check it out, denverfan.com, for more information. But now, DMAC, we need to talk about Ronald Darby real quick because what information? I haven't heard anything about him. Is he out at practice? Is he still out after that scary hit? What's going on with Ronald Darby? He is He is back. He took that chest contusion when, um, when Cortland Sutton landed on him. And he was uh, back yesterday going through the walkthrough. And, and he's out here today as well. I'll keep my eyes on him, Rachel. It's a good question to see how active he was. It was a scary situation because we all remember Sam Gerrard took a similar hit, which knocked him out of the Stanley Cup Finals. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that bad, thank goodness. And I, I think it was probably just a, um, a, a serious bruise more than anything. And he's expected to be back, of course, not playing against the Bills. But, but it's a good question. So I'll definitely be looking at Darby today and looking at KJ Hamler to see how active they are in everything. Awesome. DMAC, uh, we also just got news that it is a seven-year deal for Nazem Kadri with the Calgary mm-hmm. Flames. Seven years, no update on the money yet, but let's talk about this because it's a significant loss for this Avalanche team to go without Nazem Kadri. Look at what he was able to do in the playoffs, and when he wasn't playing, it was almost just a a slightly different team. Like, he just brings an extra level to this team. Yeah, I'm about to sneeze. Uh, Excuse me, there's probably another one coming here pretty soon. Um, uh, Seven years... You know, the outtakes you have with me on Coffee Break are ridiculous. Um, it's so years, much fun. You make it I so know. much fun, Mac. Yeah. Seven years. Let's see what it is per uh, average per year. That'll be very interesting. Um, you know, likely he won't get that probably full seven years. Um, and I, I'm not exactly sure how the NHL contracts, Rachel, in all honesty, run compared to other contracts, like what's guaranteed, what could be negotiated, mm-hmm. what does this, what does that. It's a commitment, though, from the Flames, though, to Cadre that he was looking for. And sadly, more than the um, Avalanche could offer. So they, they lose Berkey. They, they lose uh, Nas. They lose Darcy. They lose Jack Johnson. 
wow, I mean, these are guys. These are dudes that were a, a big part of the cup run, and now they're gone. It's um, Man, it, it feels like a bummer, man. It's, it's, I mean, it's, we sort of knew it was going to happen. But, but meanwhile, you're, you're about to see a monster deal for McKinnon. Um, you, you've got your defense locked down because now you're obviously keeping Gerard and Bo Byram and Kale McCarr, Devin Taves, Eric Johnson probably for one more year. You're going to get Ben Myers come up and play a lot more. He played a little bit during the regular season. But that feels like a hole, that second-line center. That does feel like a hole right now. Um, they could piece it together, Rachel. They could. They did a lot of piecing together during the season before they settled on something. But somebody has to – there's one more spot for that top six. And will it be JT Comfer? I mean, maybe. Is he ready for that leap? Would they send Miko Rantanen down to, to center that line and um, make Lekkonen up on the first line, maybe with Landis Gog and McKinnon? I don't know, Rachel. There's all sorts of machinations they could do. But, man, we'll salute uh, Nazem Kadri today and, you know, how just unbelievable he was in the drama – Lots of drama with uh, Nazem Kadri, um, you know, including scoring in the uh, uh, Stanley Cup final and, and, of course, St. Louis. I mean, who's ever going to forget his performance after the death threats and all the racist crap that went his way? Uh, the way he performed there was just a, a thing of legend of movies. So right on, Nas, and whenever the Avs play, the, whenever they host Calgary, that will be a video tribute that we'll uh, all be really into. October 13th will be the first oh. matchup. It'll be Avs at Flames October 13th. Oh. Early in the season, it'll be on Hockey Night in America. It's, it's going to be big, man. Or yeah, Hockey you, Night oh, in wow, Canada, you, excuse me, not America, Canada. Do you, do you know when the uh, – would you guys know when when he's playing here? When, when he'll Calgary come here? February 25th, over in Jake Shapiro on the back end, letting us know. Nice. Details, February 25th. Okay. Look it down, man. That's that's a game not to miss, for sure. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. Uh, while we end up the show, though, DMAC, tell us your favorite Nazem Kadri memory. Oh, I mean, the, the hat trick after all that stuff in St. Louis. You know, I mean, that's that. I could not believe I was there to witness it. Could could not believe it. The fact that he scored one goal in that game, Rachel, Amazing. felt unbelievable. The, the fact that he scored a hat trick um, was unreal. And, you know, I mean, I thought it was pretty funny, the whole – Jordan Biddington throwing a water bottle thing at him too was, was comical. Uh, Nas was a super approachable guy, really, really nice. And, you know, it was my thrill to be around him for so much. Um, and I've got some great pictures. Maybe I can post them of him and his family with the, uh, the cup um, after, after the game six win in, in Tampa. And I can go through my photos and maybe post that. So man, nothing but props for him. And, you know, another, another big memory I have of him is, um, he wrote, he wrote about his journey and how he couldn't let his team down like he felt he had let them down by being suspended the year before they won the cup. He did that. Um, and that was a very honest sort of moment that he was bound uh, to not repeat. And he didn't. And he comes back from, oh, the, I mean, the drama, Rachel, coming back from the injury uh, in our daily, like, is not skating? Is he not skating? Is he holding a stick? Is he not holding a stick? I mean, it's, it's, there's tons, tons of great memories with Nas. Lots of drama, good and bad. Um, but at the end of the day, great, 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 great memories of, um, I, I got a memory of Nas up the escalator at the, at the Marriott, you know, with the cup and, and all that sort of stuff uh, once they won it all. I mean, all sorts of great stuff. 
a legend. We will forever remember him, a huge part of this Stanley Cup team for sure. Now I'm going to call in our producer, Jake Shapiro, real quick, because guess what? He's going to sing the CU fight song for us as we break here today. Jake, take it away. So easy. Uh, fight, see you down the field. field. See you must win. Fight, fight for victory. See you must win. Fight, 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 Buffaloes, Buffaloes, go see you. Uh, you can kind of interpret that one for how it actually sounds at the games. But, yeah, there you go. That was beautiful. Thank you. T-Mac, thanks for hanging out with us. Jake, beautiful singing. Everybody else, thank you so much for hanging out with us here on Coffee Week. We're back tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Bye, everybody. Asunder. Peace.